The Welsh Wire, where talent and business connect in West Michigan. The Welsh Wire features moderator Mike Rogers and professional recruiting expert Sherry Welsh in this weekly podcast. Listen in as leaders from a wide array of small to mid-sized West Michigan companies weigh in and share their experiences and insights on a variety of business topics, including employee retention challenges and recruitment success stories. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Welsh Wire. Now, here's Sherry Welsh. And I'm here today talking with a couple friends from Agritech Industries. Joining me is Becky Poe, Student Employee Director, and Jake Wiggins, Student Employee Leader. Thanks for being with us today. Oh, thank you. So happy to have you here with us. You can hear a little bit of noise in the background, I hope, and that's a little bit of Agritech Industries hands-on, on the floor, in operation as we talk. Tell us a bit about Agritech and what you do here, Becky. Agritech was started in 1987 by Larry Corker. He started in, in a garage with a few few other guys and, and a dog, he'll say sometimes, making, part, making things that could be used on the farm. And from there, it, it grew into other metal components. I mean, we now make, uh, he just really diversified and expanded and saw, and lo- he's in looking for op- opportunities and found those. And, and, um, and anything that with metal that can be cut or stamped or formed or precision engineered, that's what he has gone after. But it's mainly for automotive, furniture, uh, recreational areas, uh, household, um, that's that's where our capabilities have, have been. Wonderful. And how many years in business now? 30, 30, yeah, 30 years. 30 years. And that's how right. many employees? We are just under 100 Wonderful. Employees. We run three shifts here. Uh, most folks work on first shift, but we do run three shifts. Nice and beautiful Holland, Michigan. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes, in the big red barn. Yes, and the grounds are beautiful, too. Absolutely beautiful. So you got started with the company a little while ago you joined. And tell us about your role here at Agritech. Yes, well, I started as um, we had a few student employees, high school students employed here in cleaning. And Larry wanted me to basically supervise the students, make sure the grounds were kept uh, looking nice and the housekeeping done in the in the building and you know Larry as a young person had the opportunity to work himself and I I did as well I started working when I was 13 and sure a lot and of it us just did has been a, a beneficial for for us and Larry has always wanted to extend that opportunity to young people um so it, it just kind of started from there. He was already in, employing young people. I'm sure other places are too in different different ways, um, but mainly just in in housekeeping, landscaping, that kind of that kind of thing. So he said, "Join me, Becky. I need someone to help these young students. I'm giving them a chance to learn about what it yes. means to hold a job and develop a work ethic and responsibility and accountability and have pride in what they do." But I can't. Yes. I can't manage them on my own. I need some help. Exactly. Exactly. And it's not only myself, but the supervisors, other employees on the floor, are really the folks that mentor the young young people now and bring them along and, and learning different skills. But one of the challenges that I I found soon when I started the program there was there was kind of a 
fogginess around what could students do and what could they not do on the shop floor. Mm-hmm. And so my first instinct, well, let's get the law, read the laws and see that, sure. you know, uh, because it was just important for us to be compliant or not be working under this. Well, I'm not sure if they can do this, not sure if they can do that. So I just saw opportunities for the young folks that maybe they were missing out on. And if we could clarify the laws, then we would be compliant, but also make other opportunities for the kids. So, you know, one of the challenges for us in manufacturing is finding people who know that they're mechanically minded. Some people don't even know that they have mechanical skills because they've never had the opportunity right. to work with their hands. So, And it's also finding skilled or semi-skilled people who enjoy and take pride in their work. Those are some of our challenges. Yeah, and I um, bet to some extent people who even want to take a look at manufacturing yes. as a potential career because yes. it's seen as dirty and, oh, all the jobs are leaving Michigan or have left Michigan and you can't make any money at that. There's no future. Yes. So a lot of strikes against you for getting getting students to consider those kind of options. Exactly. Because sometimes it's, you know, it depends on their home, you know, what, if, if their parents have been involved in manufacturing, that usually gives a, a positive light on manufacturing if the parents have a positive experience in that. But also it's um, the schools, you know, it depends on how career-minded they are or whether they're more college prep. Uh, so that's dependent on the school district as, as well there too. But, um, you know, we can, um, I've just found unless young people have the opportunity to use their hands in a work, in a work environment, they just maybe don't have, they will get the chance at some point to learn how to work. But I just feel like they can they can start much younger maybe than sure. we give them opportunity to sure. even using just working with their hands using regular tools like brooms and mops to start with or, right or and then other uh, other tools that are lear- that are used in a shop environment and even at least to get to see how machines work some some people that really sparks a curiosity that they never knew they had because they haven't been exposed to a machine running just to see it running and see people work on that and operate it. So, right. Yeah. So you come into the organization, you think you're starting out to manage a group of students who are kind of helping out and learning what it means to be work in the business world a yes. little bit. And you quickly find out that maybe there's an opportunity for them to do more. You've, you hit yes. some road bumps and challenges with understanding labor laws and what can what students can do and can't do. And at the same time, I suspect you're facing a talent shortage of skilled yes. workers in your organization. It's kind of like this whole perfect storm is happening here, yes. breeding a solution for you, yes. right? So yes. tell us about that. And we also, you know, some sometimes I'll... I'll hire in, say, a 30-year-old who's who's been through college or tried some different trades. Then they finally realize, hey, I'm going to have to get a, a job, <laughs> you know, and work a steady right. job. And, and so they want to try manufacturing. But they've not had the chance to see if even see if they have mechanical abilities or to develop those. But with our, I think, businesses like ours can provide the opportunity for that at a, at a young age, um, 16 and 17 year olds, um, for the opportunity for training or mentorship. And, and again, we start with housekeeping. 
bathrooms, landscaping, on different places on the shop floor, uh, the just cleaning. I mean, and it's and and if the kids, you know, if they do, if they're reliable, if they do good work with those things, or dependable, then we can move on to other other things but they also not only with those housekeeping skills they're getting feedback from adult employees and they're communicating with an adult supervisor in a work setting that's product centered instead of maybe child centered so it's a whole different world to adapt to and soon they learn that we have a common focus and that's making good parts so so even and even the housekeeping contributes to that because um there's there if if there's not toilet paper in the bathrooms there's not happy employees and they're not right now <laughs> we got all pulled together here right you yes. hear about it right jake if yes if something's slacking there i mean in this type of environment the employees you know it doesn't matter if you're 16 or 60 they're going to let you know what's what's slacking there. yes so it's absolutely good, it's good to know that absolutely yeah. so through this whole process you you sort of formalized your program i mean what started mm-hmm. out is this could be a good thing to do and it could help our business it could help some young people get introduced to you know some good work skills now is really become what you call your Mm business-led student employee program. Mm -hmm. You've developed partnerships with other organizations throughout the region that are taking a look at this, supporting this, and helped you through some of the bumps, too. So tell us how you got it formalized and started to where it's at today. Well, to formalize it was also looking in-house to see what opportunities do we have? What what can students learn to do within compliance of the youth labor laws? So that's actually getting some clarification uh, through the Department of Education on that and those that, that enforce those laws. And, and also reaching pushing through some of those uh, roadblocks or where, some of where the fogginess was. You, you know, in every one, one of the things that's a little difficult and in every shop there are different machines so to have a person to come around and say yes a, a, a youth worker can use this one no they can't use that one we can't just send them one machine and say okay we can all you know they're all different in different um, areas so um, and with manufacturing some of some of these machines are considered a hazardous or it's considers a hazardous occupation, um, and even with some of the, all the machines are safeguarded. But um, in the state of Michigan, the laws are more strict than they sure. are federally with that. But so you had some red tape yes. to work through to, yes. to keep yourself within the letter yes. of the law, yes. keep students safe. Yes, but and that's work... our bottom line. I mean, yes. we want to keep everybody safe. It's in our you best bet. interest. And when I say business-led, it would not be in our best interest to try to work anyone where they would be getting hurt because that's even right. on student workers, I mean, we carry the um, workman's comp. We're liable if they're if anyone's injured. Uh, we we carry the insurance for them as well. Right. So we we when I say business led, I, I really am pushing for us to be able to make the opportunities in house for the students and then have the blessing of the Department of Education and others that uh, we have the blessing of the parents. 
You know, there there are partners in this. They like too. the idea. They like that. How do the school like systems like it? The school systems. It, it depends on whether they have their own um, career uh, based program, right? Or a co-op program, and again, those are. Um, that's another funded position they have to fill to, to pay someone to go out and and look into the actual where this where the students working and approve that it's a whole program that they have to fund if it's business led um, then we take that role we make that part to make sure they're getting the training they need they're only working on the machines that they are allowed to work on but they're also given the opportunities that that we can provide here like in welding and some of some of the hand machine tools and and other other machines that are within compliance so we again it's in our best interest that they develop great skills that they're safe and that they have the opportunity to work and it benefits us too sure because if you know if the students that can't do well in the in the housekeeping and the basic chores with that then you know they don't last in our program it's just not a good fit for us and that's also a good thing to learn because some of them they just thought all they have to do is show up and they learn that within a few months no you have to do a little bit more with that and it's not that we don't give training that we don't train and retrain and retrain and give many opportunities but there is a time to say you know maybe this isn't the best place for you but you might do better in a say a more social environment where you will get to work with a group of people or you have more opportunity to to visit and talk and socialize manufacturing is is often a, a you know a, a person and their chore or their task right and there's a lot of people geared toward that they like to know how much they need to get done in a certain amount of time right and, and that's that's what they want to do and other people like to to come in say in your fast food restaurant and work with a team of people you get to joke you have your task but you get to joke and talk and you know and, and but they get to figure that out yes. at a young age yes. and decide what lane they want to be in and what's you know rather than to discover that at the age of 25 yes. or 30 yes. you know so you give them that yes. exposure to do that and you've worked with some other business partners too right business organizations and yes uh, PMA is our uh, precision metal association they're they're a great advocate advocate for uh, for the industry and uh, as well in the, as in this and we we've also the tech center here uh, career line tech center has uh, we have students that go to the tech center and um, actually um, are working in places here that they're taking classes for that qualify them to work here and, and have some exemptions but we also have students like Jake who's with us today who is a tech center student too in automotive but his plans are um, to uh, go into the military we have people planning people planning to go on to college we have college students who started as high school students here who are working their way through college so they just uh, at a they just get to know a shop environment, you know, right. much earlier than someone just starting out. And, you know, like Jake's going into the military. He's, you know, he, this is something he can carry with him, the the skills here. Even though he may not be in a manufacturing facility, there are certain parts of this that he can carry. Oh, with yeah, him he'll too. have great skills. So, so Jake, yes. tell us, tell us about when you came here to Agritech and where you're at today. Take us along. Uh, I came here when I was 15, around 15, and I basically cleaned for a good year and a half at least. And at first I had mixed feelings, but once I started to get to know everybody, 
and start talking, you definitely like it a lot, a lot more. And then, you how many hours a week were you working then? Do you remember? Oh, not much. Four no. hours a day, probably. Okay, yeah, that's not much. But you yeah. were doing tasks you didn't really like too much. Yeah, not at first, but after you get used to it for a while, you definitely learn a ton. Responsibility is huge. You uh, grow up fast, definitely. You learn all kinds of things. Wonderful. What, what, what was your biggest takeaway from those times? Do you remember where you, the light bulb went off? You're like, this isn't so bad. Like, I'm learning things. Like, I think I like it here. Well, just like she was saying, at first you want to just come in and do what you're told and then leave. But once you learn that if you do more than what you're told and do it better and faster, you like it more because then you have more opportunities and people are nicer to you and you get to go a lot further. So that's how you advance by not just doing... 99% or 100%, but 110 works pretty well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Good. Good. So at what point did you start getting other tasks, get assigned to other tasks? When I started to work more. Aha. Uh-huh. Definitely do more, want to do more. Yeah. Yeah. And so what kind of things did you learn from that point? What were you tasked with? Were you running some machines or? Not right away. I didn't start running small machine stuff till I was 17, but I started to get to use grinders and stuff like that and do a lot more and once you do more you're like okay you know and it gets better and better and better and did you find that you liked that yeah you did you learn a ton yeah definitely you learn a lot that you wouldn't at mcdonald's or something like that for sure yeah compared to the jobs that your friends Mm -hmm. that you go to school with might have yeah quite different so did that did that shape the way you think about your career you you talked you mentioned the military yes definitely like to be doing different things and hands-on stuff Working on things, fixing things, making things. So you'll be graduating soon? Yes. In June? May. In May. From where? West Ottawa High School. West Ottawa High School. And your plans are? To go into the Army. Excellent. And do you know what you'll do yet? Do you know what? Yes. I'm an 88 Mike. So So tell us what that is. It's a motor transport operator. I get to learn how to drive all the big equipment and trucks and drive those. And something tells me you might be a handy guy at fixing them somewhere along the line, too, because you probably know a bit about some of those metal parts that go into them, huh? Yes. <laughs> Which would be great. You could be very yes. handy out there. Mm-hmm. That's terrific. That's a noble and honorable calling. It's wonderful. So where, what was uh, when you tell your friends about a program like this, what kind of things do you say? Have they asked you about it or other kids you go to school with? Or I have people ask me once a day. Really? Like, a lot always, of people want to know about it, huh? Yes. I'm always talking about work, and I have at least one friend once a week ask me for an application because I just tell them how much I like it, and they see how much I work, and I'm always doing different things. That's awesome. And you're now your title actually now is Student Employee Leader. Yes. So what does that mean here at Agritech? Um, what, what is it? Even more responsibility, okay. leadership skills, speaking skills. I don't know. It's taught me a lot, definitely taught me how to help people and all kinds of things. I get helped and then I know how to help other people. Sure. So you might help other students that are struggling, don't yes. really understand why they need to do, bring, kind of bring them along yes. with, hey, give the 110%, do a little mm-hmm. extra, it'll be worth it. Do you talk to students too in the high schools at all to tell them about the program? I mean, do you ever get called on to speak with... No, haven't done uh, that before? Not like that, no. Okay, but you're doing a great job here today mm-hmm. talking with us, so you're a wonderful advocate, I'm sure, for the program. He is, and we have we have student employee meetings once a month, and Jake gets, gets those together. He he has an agenda. He he talks, you know, he he talks through. He leads that 
leads that um, meeting to. Uh, but I will I will tell a little story on Jake. He does probably doesn't know I know. This, but, uh, <laughs> I love a good story. Well, when Jake started here, um, well, back up a little bit when I when I had told people a few months ago that we were going to have this student leader position that would help, especially when new students start working here, they have a lot of questions and sure. they're a little, it takes a while and Jay can agree with me or not to where they get comfortable going to their supervisor mm-hmm. and they might come to Jake first and say, where is this? Or what is this my supervisor talking about? And he can tell them, but he can also say, go talk to your supervisor. It's just more reinforcement that you can't work around that adult. You need to go right to that adult. But he's there to help you. And it also saves the supervisor a little time with, with some of the things like how to how to log into the time card system, how how you, you know, where things are located. You know, Jake, Jake has all the ins and outs of the shop here too. But when I and when I told folks that Jake was going to be the student leader, they looked at me like Jake. <laughs> said, Why did they not well, believe yes. that Jake could do well, this? <laughs> Jake is a very. I think Jake's always been very confident, probably. And I was told when he uh, when he started working here, he was almost he almost wanted to to tell everybody how they should do stuff or argue with with how what he was told to do. Jake, believe did you do or that? not, he would did argue. you do that, Jake? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but I learned how not to do that. Uh-huh. Yes. So another good skill learned while yes. you were here, right? Or he would say, you know, we really don't have to do that. And it's like, yeah, you do. Wow. Yeah, so That's was, wonderful. But he is just, I, I, Jake is just a pleasure to work with because I can, it, it makes my job so much easier because I can just say, Jake, this is what we need to do. And it's done. Right. And he even thinks of things great? I don't think of. Yeah. And he pulls the students together, which is just is wonderful. I mean, they've done some Christmas decorating out on the floor. They've gotten together a food drive. They've they're planning. I mean, they just they they help people when they you know in the ice and snow and you know out running in the ditch. Here he goes and pulls them out. Aww. I mean, it's just you know Terrific. it's just it's just a reflection of our culture here. It is right. a group of people who help each other out. Yeah, and, and they've just, embraced that. Yes, they yes, completely embrace yes, that. They do. Yes, and and taking some great skills. I mean, Jake's going to go on to the military, but has taken some great foundational skills with which to serve yes. his country. And who knows what will happen from there, right? I mean, do, do you think you might be career or do you think you might go a few years and try something different? I'm not sure. I haven't decided that yet, but I definitely want to do the first contract and see how I like it after that. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Well, surely the skills that you learned here at Agritech will take you a long way, Jake. I'm sure you've yes. got a bright career ahead of you. Let me ask you, Becky. So if we have businesses, business owners, leaders listening in and thinking, this is a really innovative idea. I'd love to do something like that. Or I've got a similar idea and I don't know how to start it. Give us a few nuggets, maybe three things you either would or wouldn't do if you were trying, if you're kicking this off again tomorrow. I think uh, number one is is to have a good relationship with the school, your local school district, and, the, and the tech center. That's that's important. Also, know the the youth standards, the labor laws for youth. Um, and if you need clarification, there are folks who can help clarify that um, as well. But I also I, I think it it really involves people like like our employer, like the owner of this company. He wants to make an investment. And young people, right? It does take time to train 
and to um, it, it takes uh, and to serve as a mentor. That is a, a cultural part of your business. So if it's if that's not a part of who you are, I'm not. I don't know how well this would work uh, for you to have a, a business-led student employee program. Right. But if it's important to give students an opportunity uh, to give them real work experience at good pay, I'll throw that in there too. That uh, and flexible schedules. You know, yeah. as as long as the work's done, they, they there is somewhat of a flexible schedule with them as well. So, you know, again, we want we want good work done here that benefits us, but we also, I think, our bottom line, we want to see them, um, our students, do well in life, whether right. they whether they're with us or not. Right. You know, we have, and how many years in the program now? You've been running it for. Th- Three years? Uh, probably longer than that. Okay. Would, as far as having a defined program just this year, but I would say, I mean, Larry... Started out has, in a soft way. Has, yes, has some, always okay. tried to make opportunities for high school students, as probably many of our uh, other industries like sure. us do that sure. as well. But you've too. been doing it for in a formalized way for about a year. Yes. So now, looking back at that past year, you'd call it a success. I, I think we're getting there. There's a couple of things in the works. Of course, there's still some still some roadblocks out there. We do have uh, State Representative Roger Victory has been working on a couple of new bills, Great. Uh, legislative action to um, to uh, make make it possible for young people to have more opportunities in manufacturing. That's down the that's that's coming. There's also I I really think uh, as as teachers, as as um, Department of Education leaders, get get more familiar with manufacturing today, and see the good work opportunities. Like for example, we have a, a high school. Stu- he started as a high school student here now, but he's a supervisor. As we have several in lead roles, but you know some of the some of the folks that he went to school with are are maybe been out of college a couple of years and struggling to find a job or. But he's sure. been making good money and something he likes to do for a Excellent. good while. So he's a, a great yeah, success yes, story. Yes, it is. And That's we have wonderful. several of those of, of, of students who have started here working as high right. school students. So but, if you can, through helping just even a handful of students find their way into a great career, find some great work ethics, accountability, yeah. responsibility... Maybe you get a few good employees out of it. The yes, community certainly sure, and our sure. and our world gets a few great yes. model citizens out of it for their time spent here. Sure. I mean, it's really a wonderful investment that you're making. It is. We applaud you for well, that. You know, if, if it's, listeners, it's the company, it's not just me. It's, well, it's right, but area, you're the champion so, for it, and that's yeah. great work y'all are doing here. So let me ask you, if, if folks have questions, mm-hmm. listening and they're thinking, you know, I might want to do something like this, but I wonder how she works through this issue or if she thought about that. And they want to get in touch with you, Becky. Would you be open to a question or a call from sure, one of yes, our listeners? Should they just reach out to you? Yeah. Okay. Call. What's the best way to get you? What's the web address? It's it's agritech.com. A g r i t e k dot com. Yes, yep. And ask for Becky Poe. Yes. When yes. you call, if you call in. Yes. Yes. All our contact information is on there, and yeah, I, uh, you know, and I do want to. Um, I know when I initially started working on the work for this, you know, it, it, if I hadn't worked for a, a great employer like Larry Corker, I mean, he knew it was taking a lot of my time to learn to study the laws around youth labor. But he saw the potential for the industry, not just 
for here. It's really right. a much bigger issue than that. And and I think we would, you know, I, I just encourage people if they're if they're encounter some other type of roadblock like that. If if you don't have the if you don't, there are people who can help you through things. And Larry uh, is one of those folks who's been able to connect us with a lot of people who who say yes, this is a this is an issue. We need young people need to have the opportunities to to get some hands-on For mechanical sure. experience earlier than you know For after sure. college or right. you know or right. or, or that kind and of you thing. didn't develop yeah. this in a vacuum i mean you no, it was your idea no. it's a, you know you gave birth people, to that here yeah. at agritech well, but it's really been a labor that's included a lot of collaborative partners governmental support support is, of the yes, schools support yes, of other businesses and agencies yes, so all to say no one should feel like they have to attack this by themselves there's a lot of help available there to, is. to put it together to Yes. make more and more success stories just yes. like jake yeah terrific well thank you for being with us oh thank you for being here it's a pleasure to have you good luck to you jake thank you thank you for listening to the welsh wire we hope you'll join us for the next episode for more information visit welsh and associates.net